Hi, and welcome to the Medicine for Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lynn Stiff. I'm a dietitian turned physician passionate about empowering people to use their lifestyle as medicine. Many of the chronic diseases and cancers that affect our world can be prevented. I'm on a mission to provide you with evidence-based tools and education so you can implement realistic and sustainable changes into your life to combat disease, reach your health goals, and lead your best life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's begin this journey together. Hey everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Medicine for Life podcast. This is your host, Dr. Lynn Stiff. And this week, I am coming to you from my car. That's right, we're going to do a car talk because, as some of you know, uh, I have a very long commute to work, almost an hour each way, and uh, it can definitely add up. And occasionally, when I'm in the car, I have some ideas that I feel like I need to write down or record to blog about or talk about later. And today, I just thought, why don't I just do my podcast right now <laughs> instead of having to uh, blog about it or uh, you know think about what I was trying to say if it was going to come to me at a later date. So I apologize for any background road noise. I'm hoping that using uh, my headphones with a little microphone on it will be helpful to minimize that. But this week I wanted to chat with you about accepting where you are because I've often met people who are frustrated with where they are health-wise um, and or weight-wise, and they are just so stuck on how they aren't where they think they should be. They know that this is not the life or body that they really want to be or doesn't truly exemplify who they are. And so they get frustrated and you know they come to me looking for advice about what they can do to get to where they know they should be. Like, and oftentimes when I bring up the idea of accepting where they are right now they get very resistant because they don't want to be where they are right now they feel like it's not concordant with who they are or the life they want to live and so they uh, put up a lot of barriers and they get frustrated and they say no I cannot accept that this is where I am because that would be admitting failure or um, you know giving up altogether and that's not at all what I'm trying to say when I suggest this, but um, but I'm hoping that uh, the way that I describe this today will make sense and you may be able to find it helpful in your own journey, whether it's related to health or well-being or if it's even just another aspect of your life that you've really been struggling with um, getting to the place you want to be. So when I talk about accepting where you are right now, what I'm talking about is accepting reality. It doesn't mean you need to like it. It's just what the truth is. Um, And so if right now you are eating a diet where you eat out a lot and you just crave processed food and you're like, I know that this is not what I want. This is not me. I really want to like vegetables and fruits and I want to eat healthfully and control my chronic disease or prevent chronic disease. And I know that this isn't me but I can't seem to stop. And so in that moment, it's very easy to say that you cannot accept the fact that you're someone who eats out five times a week and eats lots of processed food and loves processed food because you feel like that labels you as quote-unquote bad. I would argue that by not accepting it, it's actually fueling it more. 
And so when we have that resistance to something, there is something deep inside us that fights it even more and brings it to the forefront. It's almost like this dichotomy that goes back and forth, like you love it and you hate it at the same time. A great example of this just came to me recently when I was playing with my kids. So I have three kids ranging from almost three to six and a half, almost seven. And the youngest one, uh, it seems like their children can either be real quiet and like under the, the radar because they've, you know, everyone else is always talking for them and they've realized it's sort of easier just to coast by and not be noticed. Or they can be the exact opposite and be super loud and crazy and to get all the attention, right, and to, to get the things that they want. And so our, our youngest is the latter, and uh, she can be uh, pretty intense sometimes. And so when she's playing with her siblings, if she wants some, she, something, she just grabs it from them. She doesn't care if it's their favorite toy, if they've been waiting patiently for the other sibling to have it. Uh, you know, she just wants it, and she's going to take it. And so what happens is uh, a tug of war ensues. So the other day, my youngest had a little plastic chair outside, so she went and she um, was playing on it. And then uh, the older one uh, decided that he didn't want to play over by the plastic chairs anymore and wanted to go uh, play with some balls. And so he goes and he picks up a ball and he starts dribbling it, and she gets mad. She decides, I don't want this to play over by these plastic chairs anymore. I want the ball. And so in, what she does is goes over and, and tries to grab the ball from him uh, so that he can't have it. So she grabs it immediately, and he's pulling back, and, and literally tug of war is ensuing. And they're screaming at each other, and everything's horrible, and they're so mad. And so then I eventually have to stop things because, because someone's about to get hurt. And I go and I talk to my oldest, and I explain that when she comes over to take something from you, she doesn't understand how to share yet. And what would be more beneficial and less angering is if when she grabs something from you, you just let go. And I'm not saying let go in the sense of she can just have it because that's obviously not what we're teaching. We're not going to teach her that if she wants something, she just goes, and t goes to take it and then she'll get it. Um, but in the moment, nothing beneficial comes from playing tug of war. So instead, what we can do is let go of the ball and let her have it and then talk. Because no one, there's two pieces here. Nothing beneficial comes when you're angry and playing tug of war, when someone is taking something you want. And nothing beneficial comes from a conversation when you are angry. And so in this situation, we then explained, well, after she has the ball, then we will all talk together and explain how this is not how we share and how would she feel if you took the ball from her, et cetera, et cetera, and then you will get the ball back. And I explained that it can be challenging to do this because basically as she grabs the ball, you are accepting that she stole the ball from you. You are accepting that you no longer have what you want, which is what no one wants, right? No one wants to lose something that they have. And so I feel like this is very similar to the struggle many people have related to health and weight. They can't accept where they are in the moment, and so they fight it. They're like playing tug of war in their consciousness about where they are and where they want to be. And they feel like by accepting where they are, they are going to um, admit failure, and they will never reach their goals. Similar to probably how my son felt when the three-year-old took the ball from him. Um, he probably felt like 
he wasn't going to get to play the game he wanted to play. He was very sad. He was frustrated. And he thought if he let go of the ball, it would be gone forever. But the reality was when he let go of the ball, it created space so that he could then get what he wanted. He could continue doing what he wanted. And he could teach his sibling the proper way to do things through discussion and conversation instead of just ripping it out of someone's hands. And so I know this isn't identical, but I feel like there is a lot of similarity to what I notice when people finally accept where they are. Because once you accept where you are, there's just this sense of peace. Not happiness with where you are necessarily, um, but peace with the fact that I don't need to fight anymore. I don't need to have this tug of war happening in my consciousness. Instead, I can accept that this is where I am and I can have a clear vision because I'm not angry anymore, a clear vision looking forward and be able to create a plan that will actually work for me. Because when we're angry and stimu- you know, very high sympathetic drive and very stimulated and frustrated, we don't always make decisions that are going to serve us well. I'm sure we've all experienced ourselves or with someone we know uh, a yo-yo dieting where you are upset with where you are, you choose the diet that sounds the greatest without thinking about how you just did keto two years ago and it didn't work, so what's going to be different this time? And so you just choose the fad diet because you're frustrated and you just need something and this sounds good. And so when we go about things in a more um, at peace and clear-minded approach, we no longer will choose things because they just sound good in the moment. Instead, we will choose things through thoughtful inquiry and evaluation. So instead of choosing to do yet another low-carb diet that probably won't work since it's unsustainable for the majority of the population long-term, instead we could look at why it didn't work and what other forms, you know, what benefits do we think this diet will give us and how can we mimic that in a more sustainable way. So when we're not having this sense of urgency of needing to fix it now and we're not angry, we have more time and space to be able to make those choices. So I hope this analogy makes sense. I hope that uh, the next time you find yourself, in, uh, really at any point of your life, it doesn't have to be health-related, but just some place in your life you're not happy with where you are, instead of fighting that we're there, accepting that we're there, and then creating a plan to take steps towards where we would like to go, I hope you can see this analogy in your mind at that point that you know, when you're fighting it, it's just like tug-of-war and no one is going to be happy at the end of tug of war. Um, And so anyway, I hope that makes sense. Thanks for joining me on my little car talk. Um, If you have uh, any thoughts about this, please feel free to send them my way, nutritionhealthlifellc at gmail.com. And please be sure to leave a review of the podcast below. I'm hoping to bring you um, some more of these car talks since I drive all the time and um, I often get inspired um, as I'm driving. So hopefully I'll bring you some more of these in the future. Um, And I hope you all take care and be well and I'll chat with you sometime soon. All right. Bye-bye.
While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, I am still learning. The views expressed on this podcast are solely my own, based on extensive experience and research. The views of this podcast are not those of any organizations that I am currently or previously affiliated with. If you have any concerns about views or opinions expressed in this podcast, please contact me directly at lynn.stiff at nutritionhealthlife.com. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another, and I am simply presenting my views on how to use diet and lifestyle approaches to improve your health. By listening to this podcast, you agree to not use this podcast as medical advice or to treat any medical conditions that either yourself or others are experiencing. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Do not ignore or delay obtaining professional medical advice because of information accessed or otherwise obtained from or on behalf of Nutrition Health Life LLC or Lynn Stiff MD.